At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Hornets. Rob Longo with you today following Charlotte's 125-106 to loss against the Atlanta Hawks last night. Yes, it is sadly a Silver Linings edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We'll go ahead, break this one down for you, and we will give you our silver linings of this one as well. And we'll also talk about a great initiative that Cody Martin and P.J. Washington recently had with our friends over at Food Lion Feeds, getting some family members some groceries during this holiday season so everybody can have a hearty, fulfilling meal. We'll get to that here a little bit later on. And helping me out in the meantime with a couple of these topics is the one and only Will Palachik. He's the postgame host of Hornets postgame here on the flagship sports radio WFNZ, and sometimes you occasionally hear him along the Hornets radio network as well. Willie P., we got you in studio today. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always good to see you, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, one more time before we head out west for six games, and the Hornets were looking to snap a losing streak tonight. Unfortunately, it just was not meant to be as Atlanta just was all over the place shooting the basketball. The Hawks were 13-21 from the field after the first quarter. At the end of two quarters, they were shooting almost 63% from the field. We're shooting an even... 9 of 18 from beyond the arc as well. But the Hornets were able to kind of scratch and claw their way back in the third quarter. Started off the third frame with an 8-0 run. Hornets even closed the quarter on an 11-4 run. But in between then, the Hawks were able to go on a little bit 
of an advantage, but still, Charlotte was able to close the deficit to just six going into the fourth quarter. However, Atlanta came out firing once again in that final frame. 9-0 run. It was an 18-2 extended run, and Steve Clifford kind of called off the dogs around the 347 mark, emptied the bench, and the Hornets fall 125-106. to Before we get into the specifics, though, your overarching thoughts after this one, Willie P. Well, you have to think about this from Atlanta's perspective in a, in a second, just because you have to think about what happened to them on Wednesday against Orlando. They got punched in them out they had just 22 points in the opening quarter so they were very much taken to task by their head coach Nate McMillan in a similar way that Steve Clifford took the Hornets to task and Atlanta was a team that responded in kind with a first half where they shot 63 percent from the field a lot of times that's due to the defense I mean there are some times where you say that the shooting percentage is due to your team's defense not being as uh, up to snuff when a team shoots 63 percent they're getting a lot of looks that go their way and as a result they shot the lights out of the thing when it came to the entire ball game, the Hornets were still a step slow at certain in certain times, but they were able to kind of get some momentum. They were stepping in passing lanes in the third quarter. You saw both Gordon Hayward and Lamella Ball getting into the act. They had that 13-0 run at the beginning of the third quarter, which I think was probably the best basketball we'd seen them play at any point during this season, encapsulated in a game that didn't that they didn't win because that looked more like the Hornets we'd seen over the course of the last two and a half years: running and gunning, hitting shots, Lamella setting up his teammates, getting offensive rebounds and stick backs, playing aggressive defense. That was the Hornets. It was great to see, but unfortunately it was a fleeting sight because we only saw it for about a six-minute spot of the third quarter, Rob. And the other issue in that third quarter, too, was Trey Young had 29 points and nine assists through three quarters. In that third frame alone, he accounted for 74% of Atlanta's offense in that quarter. Ten points. He also had three assists, which resulted in seven Hawks points, which at the end of the day, yeah, 74% because Atlanta only scored 23 points there in that third quarter. So just really good stuff from Trey Young, obviously. When he gets going, he got going Mm -hmm. early as well because he had that mid-range working, that floater working a little bit, and that just kind of spelled trouble because, again, had 14 in the first quarter. He was only limited to 19 in the first half, so the Hornets did a good job in the second quarter limiting him to just five, but the way that the rotations work for Atlanta, he plays that entire first quarter. He sits for the majority of the second frame. Then he gets that added rest there at halftime, goes back out, plays the majority of the third quarter and then it's kind of a toss-up when he comes back into the game there in the fourth quarter depending on what the score is and he did come back there midway through the fourth quarter wasn't really needed though at the end of the day because of the way that the score was like I mentioned but a couple of the other specifics in this one as well is no PJ Washington last night excused for personal reasons Jalen McDaniels gets a start first game back for Gordon Hayward first time we've seen him in nine games dating back to that last game he played back on November 23rd. So this was the first time all season that the Hornets had LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward in the starting lineup. And here's what Coach Clifford had to say after the game about just having those guys back and where the team needs to go from here. So I've been fortunate to coach when you have those guys. I've seen, you know, when we were in Houston with Tracy, I've seen defenses play great and he'd have 47. You know what I mean? I mean, that's part of this league, too. I, we were, I told them in the first time out, we are a totally different team tonight than we were the other night. They were this morning in shoot-around. I thought we played hard. We played with purpose. Look, the one guy was 7 for 10 from 3, and, you know, Trey, when he gets to the free-throw line 14 times, they rarely lose, right? So, I mean, without watching the film, I mean, tonight they're going to beat most teams. Coach Cliff's not wrong. Bogdan Bogdanovich, of course, is that guy that he was talking about going 7-10 from beyond arc. He finishes with 28 points, 9-14 from the field. Bogey was going after it, of course, in that game yesterday as well. But when it's all said and done, when you have two guys combined for, what, 61 points, 
Uh, it's gonna ha- it's gonna be tough to start stop those guys. And when you have Trey Young going to the free throw line fourteen times and he converts thirteen of them, that's gonna be difficult too. Now there were some ticky tack calls in there. There were mm-hmm. some technicals handed out and that sort of thing. And the one free throw that Trey Young missed was because of a technical. But at the end of the day. There's hundreds of plays in an NBA game, Willie P, and it doesn't come down to those 14 times that Trey Young goes to the free throw line. It certainly helps, but at the end of the day, the Hornets can't shoot below 40% from the field. And there were a lot of frustrating moments like that. It seemed like every head fake or every arm flail was was getting a whistle, and then you could see the frustration on the Hornets' faces and also in their actions, by the way, that they reacted to those, and I think a lot of those were definitely justified. But you mentioned the fact that Bogey Bogdanovich, you know, with the 28 points that he scored, uh, I think people wondered what and, and who was going to take up the mantle after DeJounte Murray went down with an injury and, and Bogdanovich has been a very solid player for them. He's a very tough-nosed guy on both ends of the floor and all he does is shoot, man, and it's it's become something of their uh, kind of calling card is that they've been able to go to him in those second quarter stretches when Trey Young has had that long rest time. But I do think though from the Hornets' perspective, I love what Coach Clifford said after the game. He was in a much different demeanor after this contest than he was when we heard from him on Wednesday night when he was definitely calling out the level of defense the Hornets were playing. He said the defense that they played on Friday night was actually a lot more exemplary. They just ran into a hot shooting team and sometimes that happens in the NBA. And a lot of times this is something that Sam Farber and I talk a lot about here on a podcast and it bleeds over into the broadcast a little bit but a lot of times in other sports you hear that good defense beats good offense. That doesn't happen in the NBA. Most of the time it's good offense is beating good defense just because of the way that these athletes are able to shoot the basketball and how much they practice from sunup to sundown it seems like sometimes and these guys are just so elite at what they do that you can have a hand interface, you can have five hands interface and if you give them a millimeter of space they're able to at least connect and make a shot. So again, Hornets fall last night 125-106. to Team high 27 points from LaMelo Ball. Trey Young, of course, had a game high 31 points. Were able to carry the Hawks over the finish line, get them back to 500 at 15 and 15 on the season. Hornets dropped their seven straight, now 7 and 22 on the season after the Hornets were only able to muster up 14 points there in the fourth quarter. Were outscored in the final frame 27 to 14. And again, it was just one of those things where it snowballed. Bogdanovich was able to heat up a little bit there in the fourth quarter. Hornets allowed an 18-2 run, and that was basically all she wrote there in the game last night. We still got a couple more segments to go on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We're going to talk about our silver linings, and that comes your way next here on EHHC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. 
at retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Have to stick together. Um, that's the only way we're going to win. So, um, like I said, there's some things we did tonight I think we can take and, and do again. I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from. Um, for me personally, i got to be better. Uh, I think tonight was a good step trying to get – just finally getting back out on the court, trying to get some rhythm, especially offensively, And but – but um, it's one I can build on. That's Gordon Hayward after last night's loss against the Atlanta Hawks, 125-106. First time Gordon back in action since November 23rd. It was a nine-game absence. He finishes with 29 minutes out there on the floor, three for nine from the field, one for four beyond the arc, two for four from the charity stripe, three rebounds, five assists out there for nine points. Rob Longo and a postgame host of Hornets postgame on the flagship sports radio WFNZ. Willie Palachik with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you as always by Senta. Time now, of course, for our silver linings here. Willie P, you know how this works. We take one player because there's always some silver linings after these losses, and it's usually our top performers, but as the guest of honor and as me being a gentleman, as always, not to toot my own horn, you can go ahead and lead us off with your silver lining from last night's loss. I got to single out my guy, numero uno. Terry Rozier into the corner, LaMelo Ball lets the three fly, pushed by Forge, and he hits it! Oh my goodness, LaMelo Ball! The brilliance, the bravado, the bravura of LaMelo Ball. He is one of a kind, one of one as he likes to say, and he's got a four-point play opportunity to make this a ten-point game. Unbelievable. Sammy dropping bravura in the uh, broadcast. Love that. he had. I don't know how he does it sometimes. It, it was weird. He had five plus three-pointers in one half this season, 14 points in the second quarter, tying the most for a Hornet in any corner this season. And that came actually in that third quarter. He had seven three-pointers in the game, tying for the most by a Hornet in a game this season. The offense just looks different when he is playing at that level and when he is on, it almost seems like it's in warp speed. And that's, I think, the one thing that will be the real key when you get all these guys back together and when you get DSJ back on the floor because he's another guy who can push the pace. They don't necessarily have that from the depth standpoint to be able to kind of withstand LaMelo being off the floor right now because it does look a lot different with him off the floor. But it's so, so great to see him back there in the teal, purple, and the black, of course, of the City Edition uniforms. Well, and the other thing, too, about LaMelo is we talk about this with Sam sometimes is the fact that it takes a little bit time to get going for some of these guys after they come back from injury. However, we have not seen that from Terry Rozier after his ankle injury earlier this year, and we haven't really seen it from LaMelo Ball. In He's his, offensively not. No, in his game on Wednesday, he finished with 23 points, 11 assists. He had one rebound, so the rebounding has been something that he needs to come back with a little bit, but 9 of 18 from the field, 5 of 13 from beyond the arc. And that's the other thing, too, is when we've seen LaMelo come back from 
from injuries, albeit they've been different ones. Of course, his rookie season, it was the wrist, health and safety protocols last year, and he had that you know an ankle turn earlier this year, two ankle turns if you want to consider them both or if you want to lump them together. But in years past or in injuries past, it's taken him some time to find his groove three-point shooting-wise. He hasn't had to do that this year so far, or at least in this return, and knock on wood, hopefully it stays the same that way. Yeah, Stan, think about uh, those stretches last year when you were kind of wondering, okay, where's his shot? Why is his shot not going down? And you were at, we were worried about you know the wrist and, and whether or not that was going to be a long-term issue. And even there was the, the uh, moment the other night when people were looking at his wrist, people thought, oh no, here we go again. But in reality, it's actually been a non-issue for LaMelo so far because he has actually started to take some of those steps offensively. And I'm, I'm really curious to see, once we get a larger sample size of LaMelo to kind of compare those offensive numbers to what they've been over the course of his career because if this is the next step of LaMelo and he can become a volume scorer on a night in night out basis along with the kind of facilitator and distributor then we'll know that he's taken that next step from a guy who could be not just the Hornets all-star but a perennial all-star in the sense of the rest of the NBA. And to continue this talk about LaMelo Ball, because why else would we not want to talk about him for 20 minutes on a podcast? I could, I could, I could talk about him for 60 minutes. Exactly, we could. So, But the other thing, too, that we've talked about, at least Sam Farber has with Matt Carroll on the broadcast, is the fact that what does LaMelo need to add to his game to take it to the next level? And I think you saw that on the other side, on the other bench tonight in Atlanta with Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Get to the free throw line. LaMelo went to the free throw line three times today, two for three from the charity stripe last night. Trey Young, 13 of 14. We've talked about that ad nauseum. If he's able to just draw that contact a little bit more, I know that sometimes All-Stars or the Superstars maybe get an extra call or two mm-hmm. sprinkled in there as well. But outside of that, if he's able to go there, I'm not even saying double digits. I'm saying seven, eight, nine times. It's going to make that big of a difference. Well, I think part of the reason he hasn't gotten those calls yet is he hasn't had that ability to be assertive near the rim or the ability to finish near the rim. I think one of the things that that officials do in this league is you got to prove that you can finish at the rim so that when you do finally start absorbing contact, you get that kind of benefit of the doubt. And I think unfortunately, LaMelo has, I don't want to say been shy to try to make that contact happen. I think there are times where he does drive the rim and he does play the aggressor, but I think too often he'll try to do that step back or the floater in the lane or settle for that three and a lot of times those shots go down, but I do feel like in order to be a more complete player, you have to show that repertoire. You have to show that extra thing in the toolbox and as a result, that might be the key to unlocking that last little bit that makes him the most complete player he can be for the Hornets. Again, we can talk about LaMelo Ball all day, but we got to move on to our next silver lining, at least my pick at least. I was going to go with Gordon Hayward just because he was back out there on the floor, returning from injury, that sort of storyline, if you will, now that the big three of the Hornets, if you will, are finally whole again for the first time this season and it only took, what, 20-some games to do it. So I was going to go with Gordon Hayward, but I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. I'm going to go with Kelly Oubre Jr., Teo Maladon to Gordon Hayward. Hayward, crossover, going baseline. Pass to Oubre, catching the corner. Three on the way. It's good. Blow a kiss to the Atlanta bench. And then Kelly Oubre ended up getting a technical because of that, but that's a discussion for a different time at yeah, least. I didn't like. I didn't like that call. Not a lot of people did, obviously. But with that said, the reason I'm going with Kelly is because he had to come off the bench today just the way that it worked with Gordon Hayward getting put back into the starting lineup. Jalen McDaniels goes in at that four spot, replacing P.J. Washington, who, of course, was out with personal injuries. Hopeful that he comes back on Sunday to rejoin the team in Denver. But with Uber going back to the bench, 16 minutes, seven rebounds. He had an assist in there. 
5 of 19 from the field, 3 for 10 beyond the arc, so the three-point shooting was a little off. He got to the free-throw line four times, converted on three of them. But the reason that I wanted to bring him up is if I was Kelly or if you're just any player in general, you might be a little bit discouraged because you get thrown back onto the bench, which is something that he has not done yet this year. He started every game prior to this one, and with those minutes, he was able to just convert night after night. He had a nine-game streak of being north of 20, and that was snapped tonight because he was coming off the bench. Now, he played 30 minutes, and that is a pretty substantial decrease into what he had over the course of this streak where he was playing in that starting role and scoring north of 20 the last nine games. He had 34 minutes when the streak started. The low point was 26 in that loss to Boston where the Hornets just got wiped to the floor in that one and lost by 35. So no one that was a starter really played a ton of minutes in that one. 37 minutes in Washington, 40 minutes almost against Milwaukee, 40 minutes against the Clippers, 40 minutes against Brooklyn, 37 minutes against New York, 36 minutes, 40 minutes again the other night against Detroit, albeit it wasn't overtime. You get the point though here, Willie P, is the fact that even though those minutes were cut by almost 10, he was still almost able to put up 20 points. And I think, too, it just shows the diversity of his game. We were talking about that with LaMelo. The Kelly Oubre of last year probably has that 3 of 10 shooting line, but doesn't necessarily get those trips to the free throw line or the ability inside the three-point line and have that assertiveness to drive the lane. That's the one thing that I think has been much different about Kelly Oubre than it was a year ago, because there were times when that three-point shot didn't hit, especially during the second half of last season, and he'd kind of go to sleep offensively He'd pass up shots. He would, you know, keep trying to jack up the threes and would not trust the rest of the parts of his game. But when Kelly's three is not hitting, he's driving the lane. He's getting to the free throw line. He's doing that drawing contact thing that we want to see LaMelo do and some of these other guys who are on this team. And he's become a leader as well. And as a result, you are seeing higher point totals from him in these games and you needed that a little bit more when it came to uh, when LaMelo was out, when Gordon was out and now from this point maybe he can focus a little bit more on those three-point shots but also you know if he's on the floor and you're being called upon to score he wants to be the microwave man, you got to be the uh, the Vinnie Johnson guy, you have to find your way to contribute on the offensive end, that's why they have him on this team and he's finding the way to get the ball in the cup no matter how he can Kelly Oubre 5-9 inside the three-point line last night, numbers don't lie So, I mean, the other thing, too, here with Kelly is the other point that I want to make, at least, is the fact that, yes, he got relegated to the bench here in this game. He will probably be more than likely the sixth guy coming off the bench right now with Cody Martin hurt. It all just depends on the flow of the game, obviously. But he's going to get his run out there on the floor. And you'd expect him also in clutch minutes if they need some offense as well. Again, it doesn't matter if you're starting. If It matters who's on the floor at the end of the game, for the most part. So, with all that said... This is a good opportunity for Kelly to be the leader of that second unit. Mm -hmm. Coach Clifford talks a lot about how you have to have at least one, sometimes two starters out there, depending on what your rotation looks like, just because you have to keep the pace of the game up. And that's something that the Hornets have had to struggle with just because they don't have any depth with all of these guys hurt. A little bit different now. Exactly. And I think the the biggest thing right now that I'm looking for once you get DSJ back and once you get Cody Martin back is what this does to lengthen the Hornets rotation. I think we saw a little bit of that with uh, tonight's uh, reinsertion of Gordon Hayward because it does allow you to have more of those guys on the floor and make it feel like you're not losing that much. There were so many times during this run with the Hornets when they've not been at, been whole where you just felt like 
you lost so much from the starting lineup to the next four off the bench or that the four off of that that nine-man rotation. And one of the things Steve Clifford said that I found rather poignant was that they were not in a spot where they could be without having at least three or two starters on the floor at any given time just because of the drop-off you had with their bench. Now you could play in a situation where you've got Richards, Maladon, Oubre, and even Akai Jones in there who have all played together and have played together at a pretty high level where you may be able to give all these other guys a blow with maybe only Gordon Hayward on the floor or Lamella Ball on the floor just because those guys play at such a high level that they can lift the whole rest of this team. Again, plenty of silver linings despite it being a 125-106 to loss last night against the Atlanta Hawks. Hornets going to hit the road for six consecutive games out on the West Coast or in Mountain Time if you want to be specific. It's going to span across 11 days. Hornets will not be back in action here at the Hive until the end of December after Christmas, in fact, against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Of course, tickets more than available at Hornets.com for that one this far in advance, but Great talking to you, Willie P, here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, even though it was in a Silver Linings edition. If I don't talk to you beforehand, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays as well to you. One more segment still to go here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, though. we got to talk about how P.J. Washington and Cody Martin putting some smiles on a couple of families' faces here with the partnership that we have with Food Line Feeds. We're going to talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Rob Longo with you here, putting a button on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Hornets. Wanted to touch on something really special that happened this past week before the Hornets flew west to take on the Western Conference in six games over 11 days. 
great partnership with our friends over at Food Lion Feeds. Cody Martin and PJ Washington help two families shop for all the essentials of a festive holiday meal at Food Lion. It was specifically the West WT Harris Boulevard location here in Charlotte. The first time since December of 2019, the Hornets in the official hunger relief partner Food Lion Feeds have been able to do this event because of the COVID-19 pandemic. We're able to go out there and actually go in the store and shop with some of these families. Also included an appearance from the one and only Hugo, members of the Honeybees as well. And this was a partnership along with Second Harvest Food Bank and Metrolina. Just a great event. Hornets Sports and Entertainment Vice Chairman Fred Wetfield said, quote, we're pleased to be able to bring this event back this year. This has always been a wonderful afternoon for our participating players and the families they interact with as they prepare for the holiday season. End quote. This started back all the way in 2015, again, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Had to be shut down for the last couple of years, but a great, great event. P.J. Washington had this to say after the event. It means a lot to have Food Lion and also the Hornets do stuff like this. I mean, it's great for the community. Obviously, the kids love it being here. I love being here and uh, just giving back to the community is always fun. Spreading joy and love, especially during this holiday season, so means a lot. Again, just a very special moment for those families able to go shopping with guys like P.J. Washington, Cody Martin, just great, outstanding members of our community among, of course, being great basketball players as well. Wanted to touch on that here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets back in action tomorrow on the road in Denver. Like I mentioned, it's going to kick off that six-game road trip that spans over 11 days facing some West Coast teams. couple of back-to-back sprinkled in there as well. is going to be a very challenging time for the Hornets, but of course we will have that preview of the Hornets' against the Denver Nuggets coming up on tomorrow's edition of the Hornet Tivecast. Myself and Sam Farber will be with you for that one. For Willie P, Willie Palachik for helping me out today on today's edition of the AHHC, I'm Rob Longo saying so long. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you here once again tomorrow on the Hornet Tivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornet Tivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.